I'm on. Hey, I'm on. I can't get to hey, green. Up. It won't let I'm me get to green up here. <laughs> Doesn't even matter. Low battery. Hey, I just want to say this. Dustin and Candace, if I can dance as half as good as what I just witnessed up here, my life is complete. That was amazing. Hey, welcome again to our serve celebration service, guys. Our goal today is to hopefully relay to you guys um, everything that happened this past week at Surf. Now, tons and tons and tons of things happen at a, on, on a serve week, but we want to get as much information to you as we can um, in hopes that we can all celebrate it all together today. And so to do that, I brought up here with me three great friends, three really high caliber leaders, and three people um, that are really crucial to the planning and the execution of a serve week. We've got Jeff over here, who's our, our serve director. He's the boss. Don't make him mad. We got... That's true. Yeah, we have our children's director up here, and, and we've got our, our student director up here as well. And so today, I'm, we're just going to have a family talk up here, kind of, and we want to, again, communicate to you, hopefully, everything that happened last week so that we can celebrate that. So Jeff, I'll just start with you, if that's cool with you. How long have you been a part of Serve? We started in 2002, so this is our 16th year for Serve Week. Wow, that's huge. Yeah. That's big, yeah. <laughs> It's awesome. So there are some people in the room today that might not really know what Serve is. Maybe they've heard of it before. I don't, I don't know. Could you shed some light onto what this week really is? Sure, yeah, I can do that. For years, we've gone as a church on mission trips in different cities, different parts of the world. And in 2002, we formed a delegation of staff to try to figure out what we could do as a mission trip right here to Muncie. You know, how can we be the hands and feet of Jesus right here in our own backyard with our own neighbors. And so what started that year in, in 2002 was, uh, you know, we had about 50 people as a part of Serve and children and youth together, the youth stayed here. We had about five team leaders who were staff and about 300 or so people at the first party in the parking lot ever. So this year, over 450 people were involved, children, youth, adults in Serve Week. And it's just become just a, a thing that God seems to be blessing. And so we're just going to hold on and let him continue to guide us. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's become quite the monster, as we've been saying, <laughs> yes. over the years. It, it really is. It's a huge event. Um, Cassie, you've gotten to see a lot of people, a lot of little people um, go through this event, some that we now have and maybe some that have even graduated. Um, what does this kind of event do for a child spiritually? Well, just like anything else, exposure to something maybe negative in their lives over time will have a negative effect on their life. Um, and something positive in a child's life will have a positive effect on their life. So Serve obviously is a very, very positive event that we do. And if a child starts coming to Serve when they're young and they go through year after year, um, along with the partnership between the parents, you know, consistently exposing them to serving, um, that will do a huge number of things in their lives spiritually. Obviously, we start young, and so we teach them at the beginning that God made them and created them and loves them, and that he created us to serve. And so if we're constantly exposing them to those truths and getting them out to do service-like things, um, they will grow up then to just serve um, without thinking about it. I can tell when I see our kids who are involved and serve year after year um, who they are by what they do during the year. We have so many students that serve in our children's ministry every single weekend and that come and help in various times. Um, I know who they are by just walking around and, and you'll see them cleaning up without being asked or 
they'll say, Cassie, how can I help you? What can I carry for you? And so those are the kids that are serving um, all the time, not just during serve, but through the year. Yeah, it's awesome. And we can certainly tell once they come to the student ministry, they're, they're already uh, more spiritually mature than um, your average sixth grader. It's really nice for us. <laughs> um, but Nate over here, this is his first serve ever, and we kind of threw him in the deep end of the pool. He, he stayed overnight every night. He, he missed his family, and, and he's still a little tired. He's still recovering. He's got <laughs> think, sleepy eyes. I think I've yawned three times since I've been up here. <laughs> This service. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like. this so, Nate, um, the students do a lot throughout the week. Can you help us understand maybe some of the things that the students do throughout the week? Yeah, uh, really incredible. Um, the, gosh, I can't even remember how many, but there were a ton of projects that we, that we were taking a part of. And um, one of the cool things that I really enjoy uh, um, is the fact that there are individuals that were in our church um, and into the community, just people that have connections to other ministry partners that we partner with uh, that we were able to bless. And it was incredible to see some of the, like, what the place looked like or what the house looked like beforehand and to what it looked like afterwards. Um, so that was, that was remarkable. Um, uh, Muncie Central, I, I had to brag on them every service, but, like, the group who went to Muncie Central... Um, seriously, the, the most tedious work, probably of any group that was doing it, they, they were there almost well, every day, both times uh, when we go out each day, and literally just picking <laughs> weeds and mulching. Um, and if you, if you have been paying attention to the news and things with just the struggle of Muncie Central Schools, um, they just don't have time, nor do they have money to be able to do certain things like weeding and mulching and things around their school. So our, our group went in to this school, high school, and um, gosh, it's probably been two or three years since they were able to do anything. And so it looked like a yard um, in their mulch. I mean, it looked just like it was just grass, just mow over it. But they were picking it. Um, and when we got there, it had great attitudes. The sun was baking on them, you know, just like and then they'd mulch. I mean, it was incredible. Um, the uh, block parties, uh, just need to see the stories, uh, watch people hang out and, and throw things for children in the neighborhood. And parents got to come down. And almost, it's a, it's a really neat thing that we can provide an opportunity just a few hours for a family to come and have fun and eat for free. Um, and you just can't do that. As a parent, you know, I know it's hard for that to take place. And we were able to provide yeah. opportunities for um, for families to have fun. So just an incredible week. I will say too, though, I always enjoy things like this because um, teenagers, this may be the only time throughout the year that they actually pick up a tool or a yard tool and actually get to work. And it's the most beautiful thing to watch a teenager sweat for a little bit and say, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. We're like, someday you'll be doing this all the time. So yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's good. I'm personally just really proud to be a part of this group. They did so, so well this week. It's, it, it was awesome. Um, but on my, on my desk, I've got this, this list of things um, that we got like six months ago. And at the top of the list, it says five months out, things that we need to have done for serve before it starts. And, and so we start our stuff five months out for this, and, and a lot goes into it. And Jeff, you being the serve director, you know more than any of us how much really goes into this event. Can you... Help us understand that. 
there, there is a lot. There's a lot of details to coordinate projects and logistics of how to get people where they're going, recruiting team leaders. And you're right, we do start with our planning team about five months out of serve every year, uh, meeting together. And that's formed from staff. And there's some volunteers uh, in our church who are part of that as well. But really the, the bulk effort, the, the weight of the work in terms of what goes on to make this happen is our adult team leaders and those who volunteer in, in any way. There were over 200 people who uh, came in to serve food or drive a van or lead a class or, or maybe they came on Monday morning and they were here all the way until the end of the party on Friday night. And so we really could not do this without our adults. And I just want to say thank you. Let's give it up for all our volunteers. Over 200 of you guys. Over 200 of you guys really came together to make this happen. And so our planning team uh, has begun that work five months out. But really, the, 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 the thank you goes to you guys. So we really do appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Um, Cassie, my favorite thing that the kids do every year at Serve is they bake like thousands of cookies, right? Like tons of them. And that's my favorite part because I, I like eating them. But the kids, they do, they do a lot throughout the week, like almost as much as the students um, can you help us understand really everything that the kids do throughout the week? Mm -hmm. First of all, we have a, a huge group of, of kids. There are different areas. We have childcare kids who are here um, under, under the age of three. Their parents are volunteering throughout the week. Um, and they are, it's more than childcare. We should mm -hmm. rename that to, to be something else because they're actually serving and learning as well. Um, we have we servers who are preschool age, junior serve, who are kindergarten and first grade, and then children serve who are second to fifth grade. And the children serve kids are the ones who bake the cookies. And I found out that we bake, I was wrong last service, we bake 4,500 cookies Ooh. throughout the whole Ooh. week. Wow. I ate 4, a fourth of them. I, I ate some. <laughs> I had a few myself. So, um, so first off in the childcare, we, we start that young and we have little ones. It's the cutest thing ever. Um, walking around, watering flowers and wiping down walls and using the little feather dusters. And my favorite serving moment with the little ones a few years ago was when Pastor Greg was walking by and we have a picture of a kiddo who was feather dusting Pastor Greg's head. Mm. So that... <laughs> That it will never, ever it needed it. be erased yeah, from yeah, my it memory. Does, it need it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so then, you know, we go on to we and junior serve. They stay here for the week, um, but they are learning the basic truths that God made them and made them to serve and that he loves them. So they're hearing that over and over again. Um, they do art projects. They are serving the church, going around and doing the, the dusting and cleaning up and throwing trash away. Um, and then on Thursday night, the junior service as well, they go to the nursing home and they sing the song that they just did up here today. Um, and so they're, they're working on that song all week long. Um, and then, of course, they sing at party in the parking lot. And then our children serve kiddos, the elementary kids, they are also here on campus learning different skills and learning that God created them and created them to serve. But they're also going into the community as well. Um, we sent them to the um, food bank. We sent them to nursing homes. They play games with the residents. They sing songs. Um, we even have a group of ladies who make quilts all year long. And our kids take the quilts to the residents at the nursing yeah. home. Um, they bake cookies. They do yard work. I may have already said that. But w we do all sorts of things. But um, our favorite thing, and if there are any kiddos in the room, is to do toilet duty. Mm. Um, <laughs> there was one year when our kids didn't, not all of the teams got to do toilet duty. And so they were quite disappointed that they didn't get to clean the toilets around campus. And so... Um, 
this year, I had a group of fourth and fifth graders, and we were out in the, in the courtyard, and we were getting ready to go do some toilets. And one of our fourth and fifth grade uh, group of kids, they were, they were brushing this other boy's hair with the toilet bowl brush. Mm. And so I, I said, oh, my word, please go home and wash your hair. That is so gross. Um, but I found out later that we use a clean toilet brush every time we go to, to clean the toilet. So it was a big sigh of relief. <laughs> it is. It's incredible. All the, all the things that the youngest of kids do around here. It's amazing. I love that they clean the bathrooms. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> that is, it's good for us who spent all week here. <laughs> So one of the things we do with in, on the student ministry side of Serve um, is this thing called the experience. And the experience is our worship service every single night um, where we come, we sing some songs, we preach as hard as we can, and, and then we have some sort of experiential part of the worship night. And, and this, this experience, the experience has been proven year after year after year to have so much impact in students' spiritual lives. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. And so, Nate, I want to ask you, um, would you mind telling us a little bit about, you know, what we talked about, the things we did in the experience this week? Yeah, the, so if you ever gone on a missions trip, uh, so ours is to Muncie, obviously, but if you ever go on a missions trip, um, specifically, there's usually something at nighttime, like a worship service or some kind of a, a breakdown with your group and talk about the evening, worshiping God, things like that. So we do that every, every night uh, throughout the week, and we just provide some kind of opportunity for students to worship God, but at the same time, uh, challenge them what they're doing. So this year, our theme was for Muncie. Um, not only that, the idea was uh, for our neighbor. We wanted, we wanted students, um, even adults, my, even myself and Cole included, we want we really want to get better at this uh, loving our neighbor thing because at the end of the day, all of us sitting here, we'd be lying if we said we're not selfish individuals. Uh, we are. We, we are by nature selfish. And that's why we need Jesus. That's why we're trying to spread this word about who God is because uh, when we become a Christ follower, it literally in that moment becomes about God and about everybody else. Uh, and it's the hardest thing to break because it's always about me. Where do I want to go to church? Where, where, what kind of house do I want to live in? What kind of car? What kind of clothes am I going to buy? What kind of job do I want to have? You know, all, everything. It literally becomes about me. And so I, I don't think that our students and adults could have walked away this week with, with that in mind. Um, our hope and prayer is that they walked away this week that thinking that when, as a Christ follower, my entire life, every moment of my life should be about God and about others. So that means mom and dad, it's about you now, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's about our siblings. It's about our teachers and our coaches. And it's, a, it's about our community. And it's about people who don't look like us or sound like us or, or smell like us. I mean, on and on and on and on. And um, we have to become, again, at the end of the day, for our neighbor. And it's not just a week-long thing. Mm-hmm. Although this week it was that for us, but it literally needs to happen today and Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. And when we get back to school and when we go to college and when we get married and, and, and all the way until we have, take our last breath. So I think it's an incredible week to yeah. get students out of their comfort zone. For sure. Like that. The, experience, the experience was good, was it not? Come on. It was awesome. One of my favorite parts of the whole week. So uh, obviously God, God's got his hands all over this 
serve week, guys. Every single year he does. And so um, we all have stories we could tell, but I just want to ask you guys, um, what are your like top three favorite stories, uh, God stories from the week? Jeff, we'll start with you. Yeah, so for me, I had the opportunity to uh, lead the prayer team. And a few years ago, we started this group where we would send out emails. It was parents and other people who wanted to pray during the week who couldn't physically be on the campus, many of them, but they wanted to stay involved. And, and what an awesome thing that is. And this year, we had over 150 people receiving that prayer email, praying all over Muncie, all over Indiana, all over other states that we were connected to. We also added a mobile prayer team that drove around the city in a van and prayed for people and prayed for our youth and our children who were out and about. It was just a phenomenal thing. Uh, I brought a picture for you guys up here on the screen. Uh, you've heard the, the name Opal, Gladys, and Flosey from the early roots of, of prayer ministry here at Union Chapel out in the cornfield. This is Gladys Main from her residence here in Muncie praying over the prayer point list for serve. And we captured that this week. What an awesome picture to know that there were uh, many, many people praying and Gladys was one of them. I think the prayers of the 150 of us were over here and the prayers of Gladys were here. And I think she still outranked us in that because God seems to hear uh, her prayers. So we're so thankful for that. Uh, one other God moment is just all of the people who've gone through the years who were in third, fourth, fifth grade, who now have, have graduated through Serve Week as a senior, who've come back to be team leaders. I believe that just shows the, the testimony of what God is doing through this event, that it's bigger than just a week. And when we talk with those leaders, they all said to me, they said, I wanted to do what my team leader did for me when I was in sixth through 12th grade, when I was in second through fifth grade. I wanted to provide that for someone else. And that is a great story of what God is doing in our church and I believe uh, in, in our city and the world. Yeah, for sure. It, it is crazy. Like I look down here, I see like Dylan Diltz and Garrett Craig and, and a lot of other people that I, I've seen pictures of them like when you guys were freshmen in serve. And like Tommy Brown, I just saw a picture of him mm -hmm. as like an eighth grader or something at serve and he was a leader for us this year. And Yeah, we have I, kids who are in children's ministry who've worked their way all the way through. Yeah, and, and I've talked to these people and, and they cannot resist but come back and be yeah. a serve leader because of how awesome it really is. They, they, they want to come and sleep on the ground for a week and give up That's their right. jobs because they love this thing so much. Yeah, yeah. you're right, Jeff. Yeah. It's awesome. Cassie, you got, you got anything for us? Yes, I sure do. We have lots of different God moments, especially if we have such little ones um, starting out. But they draw pictures on the little circles that we give them for their God moments of what, what God's doing. And um, some of the youngest ones will say that they see God through the sunshine or the clouds or, you know, anything like that. Um, those are sweet. Um, but my favorite one through the week was on Thursday morning. It was in Children's Serve. We offered the opportunity for them to respond and to accept Christ. And we turned the lights all the way off in the room. And there were about... 80, 90 of us in the room, and I had a glow stick, and I said, what would happen if one Jesus follower were to shine their light to the world? And then I broke the glow stick, and then I said, and then what's even cooler is when another Jesus follower decides to shine their light. So they broke the glow stick, and then our, all of our leaders broke their glow sticks, and then we, we gave the children the opportunity to break theirs, and so gradually the room um, filled up with light. And I said, light and darkness do not exist together. And so this is what would happen if we all go out to the world and shine our light for Jesus. And I said, in order to do that, we need to accept him into our lives and into our hearts. Um, and so if you've never made that decision to follow him and to invite him into your life, you can do so now. Um, if you already have, you can rededicate your life. And so we gave them the opportunity and 
it was really powerful. I felt the Holy Spirit in that room, and I, I heard from many other leaders that they did as well. And so we had a lot of kids give their lives to Christ that day, um, and a lot who rededicated their lives. And the thing about kids is that they will come and they'll accept Christ maybe every year or a couple of times a year. And for kids, it's really important because their brains are constantly changing and they're constantly maturing and growing. And so from one year to the next, they understand it in a totally different way. And so it's normal for them to accept Christ several different times. And then by the time they're teenagers, um, they are able to actually understand fully what that means. And so it's like when, when they're younger, even in the childcare, we're planting these seeds in these kids and they're, you know, gradually growing. And then finally when they're, um, you know, teenagers or sometimes even adults, um, they finally, that light bulb goes off and they um, grow into this flower. And so they, so they get it at that point. Yeah. So that was my favorite. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, we've got some students. It seems like they've been saved like 17 times or something <laughs> by now. <laughs> But it's important it for is, their development yeah. <laughs> to, to understand it. So. Yeah, looking at some of you down there. Nate, you have any uh, God stories yeah, for us? Yeah, one of them stuck out was I had two girls walk by me. And I don't remember when it was. I, I think it was the night of our prayer walk, uh, worship night. But, uh, anyways, um, these girls uh, were like on cloud nine. Like, and they were just talking about how that God, lo- I'm totally paraphrasing, but in a nutshell, like that God loves them and that there's nothing that, in a sense, that they've done or can do that would ever separate them from God's love. And, and I'm like, that's incredible. And it's almost like, no, no, Nate, you don't understand. <laughs> like, no, this is true. They had to tell me again. And I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. Like, yeah, it's, it's just great. And I'm like, yeah, and it's like, but it's this idea, I want you to remember that, that that God didn't forgive you when you asked for forgiveness, that God ha- didn't forgive you when you decided to give your life to him. He forgave you 2,000 years ago. And you're like, oh, yeah. that makes- Goodness, God is so awesome. And it's just like, and they were just like living on this cloud nine. And, you know, and I can get in this as being a pastor and kind of, you know, Christianity is my job. Um, I get to this point where I was just like, I was totally blessed in that moment. Mm. And I'm like, this... I need to be reminded of that as well. You know, like, no matter what I've done or where I've been um, or how bad I mess up, God never sees me that way. He sees me as redeemed, beloved. Um, uh, he gave his life for me, and it wasn't when I asked for it. And these girls were getting it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I almost was like, thank you, God, for mm-hmm. having these two yeah. girls walk yeah. my way That's pumped cool. about what God is <laughs> doing awesome. in their life. And um, that was a blessing. Yeah, so yeah. good. So good. Hey, let's just, come on. That's yeah, good that's stuff. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. All three things. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, as, as you can see, Serve Week has been incredible. It's been unbelievably good. Um, but we just want to recognize really quick that none of this can ever be possible. We cannot lead hundreds of students and hundreds of kids um, in this event without our 200 plus uh, volunteer serve- servers. <laughs> we cannot do it. It is, it is the most unbelievable thing. You, you guys have to realize these people, they give up uh, their week, their, their job for the week, vacation time, money that they might be making to, to literally come and sleep on the ground in the worst smelling rooms you would ever smell. I'm serious. It's the most amazing thing. But, but what's even more amazing to me is the fact that I'm, I'm looking down here at some of these leaders that are sitting here, and, and they serve with us all year long mm-hmm. in some capacity. 
they're here every single weekend doing something on church. They're, or, or they're with us at, at 180 or they're with Cassie in children's ministry. These people serve all year around and, and it's absolutely beautiful. And because of that, they get to be a part of, of the move of God in this church. And we couldn't do that without them. And so what we want to do today is we want to extend that offer to you as well. Whether you're 12 years old or you're 112 years old, we want to, to open the door for you to come and be a part of our team here at Union Chapel uh, serving with us. So I'm, I'm going to throw this graphic up here on the screen. It says made for this. If that's you this morning, you say, listen, I haven't found my fit in, in serving here at Union Chapel, and I, I want to be a part of that now. I see, I see the, the, the lives that are changed because of that. Um, go ahead and pull out your cell phone. And text this word volunteer to this number right here. And this is going to allow us to connect with you and to give you any information that you might need um, to get you plugged into serving here at Union Chapel. Because we really want to partner with you, you guys. We want, if we could get every single one of you in this room, that would be awesome. Like, we want, we want you all to be a part of our team. We, we want to work with you. So uh, we hope that you take this opportunity to, to text this word volunteer to this number um, and join us in, in our service um, to our community, to Muncie, because um, it's a, a really awesome opportunity. So if that's you, go ahead and do that. And in the meantime, uh, go ahead and check out this next video.